and welcome to the PR Department Podcast. You're through to your host, Katie Braden, and this is episode 30. So you may have been under a rock or you may not be on TikTok. How did I manage to rhyme that within the first literal 20 seconds of the podcast? I'm just really outdoing myself today, guys. Um, So today I'm going to be talking about the whole saga that has been going down this week. So this week being, um, it's January the 23rd today. Um, As I said before, I record my podcast episodes wherever I can. (laughs) Um, I am a freelance PR with a full-time client list to prioritize so I record when I can to get these up bi-weekly for you um so yeah sort of last week this week um it's been everywhere the trip with Tarte so the press trip where Tarte the makeup brand has taken influencers to Dubai on this luxury PR extravaganza and I thought if there's ever a time where people would like to know the behind the scenes from a PR, maybe this is the one. So I definitely wanted to cover this. I also had a lot of thoughts like as I was watching it unfold on social media myself. Um, so the first thing that I saw from this was one of the influencers who was on the trip posted like a get ready with me video. And the first thing I noticed was that she basically used one Tarte product everything else with other brands and she referred to the Tarte product as a dupe for something else and my PR spidey senses just went up like I got shiver me timbers because I just had thoughts of like that poor Tarte PR sending that to the client as coverage like can you imagine Anyway, we'll delve into everything, what is going on, what is ha- what I think is happening behind the scenes as a PR, giving my opinion on it, the things that I think are working really well, the things that I don't think are working really well, um, and where I see all of this going. And kind of answering the question, why are Tarte deciding to do this? Because I think that's the biggest question floating around on the TikTok at the moment is why? Like, why now? Why are they spending all this money? To the average consumer, it's not making sense. So here I am to kind of give my two cents on the whole thing. So luxury PR trips, let's start here. Luxury PR trips are absolutely not a new concept, but we haven't seen them for a few years, obviously, because we've been in a pandemic. Brands have been cutting back on spending, especially when it comes to advertising, and we also haven't been able to travel. Those are basically the cruxes of the matters. So everybody who is on TikTok at the moment, you know, the younger generation, if they weren't into kind of 2015-16 beauty YouTube where beauty gurus ruled the seas, um, a lot of people haven't seen these extravagant influencer trips before. So they're quite taken aback as to like what is going on here. Um, Obviously, I've seen it countless times before um, just being a sort of consumer of beauty YouTube regardless of my job Um, you know we saw so many brand trips from the likes of Benefit, Tarte, Revolve, Dope, 
about like we all remember like the dope girls the revolve trips and it tends to center around sort of like the benefit and tart um would do sort of a, a trip for every like new launch that they had which was actually quite frequent i would say there was probably maybe two per brand per year um and it actually got more and more as we edged near to the pandemic and when obviously that was when it all hit pause however luxury brand trips have been going on in the industry not in the public eye since the dawn of time um i mean press trips have been a thing for years like I'm, I'm not even going to say how long they've been going on for because as far as I know they've always happened in terms of brands taking journalists on really extravagant luxury trips or experiences in order to gain their favour it's a common thing it only started to become mainstream so something that the public consumers became aware of when they started to become influencer trips around 2015 the influencer boom happened specifically in the beauty industry and we're starting to see all of these things that traditionally you never would have seen um, being played out sort of in the public space on social media so they've always happened in varying degrees. That's the first point. Um, This isn't new. So typically, um, the people who are going on these trips are not being paid to go. So as a standard, the payment is the experience. um, And depending on how lavish and how expensive that experience is, obviously, that's how sort of the rates are exchanged but recently I will say um, on trips that I've done so I've only done very minimal amounts of trips with my brands because my brands are smaller founder owned lower budget Um, recently when I've done trips before um, influencers haven't been interested in going on the trip unless they're going to be paid on top for specific sponsored posts or ads so for example you take the influencer on the trip all expenses paid Um, they wouldn't be paid to actually go but if you wanted content where you necessarily had more control over that content so you had sign off they had a brief they had to do it within a specific timeline i.e a sponsored post which we've discussed numerous times on this podcast before then that would have to be billed as a regular ad as a regular sponsored post like you don't get that content for free um so they'll come and what you'll be expecting is organic posting um but you can't control what they post when they post if they post um you know there are instances where influencers go on these trips and you don't even know because they don't post anything and that could be for a multitude of reasons because they don't want to they don't particularly like the product whatever it is you know they're there has to be flexibility when it comes to organic PR and even though you're taking an influencer on the trip they're attending um, if they're not being paid on top then you have no control over the content that you then gain from that so it is a difficult one however I'll go back to the point that I made before 
PRs and brands have been taking journalists on these trips since the dawn of time. And the reason for this um, has always been to gain favour, to be front of mind, to be considered where maybe they wouldn't have been considered before, to be seen as a better competitor over their brands, other brands. Um, So that is the same thing for influencers. Um, A lot of brands who I speak to who want to do influencer trips or influencer activity often think that just because you're taking them on these lavish trips you get a say over what content you create and you don't nine times out of ten. So that was something that I was seeing straight away from the content that was coming out of the Tarte trip was it was very clear to me that Tarte had obviously got these influencers together and bearing in mind like these influencers are the biggest on TikTok, like your Alex Earl, your Merediths of the world who have millions on millions of followers. You know, these are not small fish influencers. These are like the tippy top of the most relevant social media platform in the world right now being TikTok. Um, These girls are going on this trip. I'm guessing they were not paid. Obviously, I don't know. And then the content that was coming out of this trip felt very organic. It was clearly not sponsored. They were mentioning the brand in every video, like, I'm in Dubai with Tarte, let's get dressed, blah, blah, blah. You know, the brand was being mentioned, but there was no kind of like advertising. Hence the video example that I used at the start of the episode where there was a whole makeup get get ready with me posted and there was one Tarte product used and in that instant it was described as a dupe that goes to show that there is no paid content happening here clearly it's organic um there is a certain tact with this like you know we've seen it time and time again like with like the NARS trips the urban decay trips benefit trips where they'll bring kind of quote-unquote the OG kind of beauty influencers and they have a sort of etiquette to them where you will see things like full face get ready with me's whether those are paid or not question mark um but these girls you know your new fresh tiktok girls they there wasn't that etiquette there there wasn't that you scratch my back i'll scratch yours it was very i'll do what i want and i'm on the trip vibe in my opinion of course um so tripping with tart let's break it down what is it um all the tiktokers i noticed that were taken there was only a small group i think there was about five or six um they were all lifestyle influencers so well you had meredith there who people would class as a beauty influencer but she's the tiktoker you would have seen her who puts excessive amount of makeup on her face and then shows this like amazing final look at the end a lot of people wouldn't describe her as a beauty influencer because she doesn't actually show like regular use of products or she doesn't like you know she doesn't well she reviews but not in a way that it would maybe make you want to purchase something like it's a weird one like she kind of is a beauty influencer on paper but kind of not um and then you have like your alex earls of the world who are obviously they do a bit of get ready with me's they do a bit of makeup they do a bit of fashion they're more of a lifestyle persona so i would say they definitely went down the lifestyle route as opposed to your 2015-16 golden ages of your beauty gurus from youtube um so 
For me, I think they've gone for follow account over speciality, in my opinion. Um, not really much emphasis on makeup influencers. You know, there was nobody there really who does like creative makeup or con- conceptual makeup or anything like that. Very, very get ready with me style stuff that we saw coming through. So first things first, they all get flown out on Emirates business class. Reportedly, these tickets per per bums on seats are around $20,000 a ticket. For me, a flight's a flight, you know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be fun whether you're in your £20,000 a ticket seat or whatever. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I don't fly business class enough. Maybe I need to do it more to really appreciate, you know, $20,000 worth of flying. Um, so, but, the, but the, the best part about this is, which I... I thought was a bit strange because this is quite unique. Tarte had allowed them to bring um, plus ones. So a few of the girls brought their mums, which I thought was really sweet. But that then racks the price up of the flights to basically $40,000 per influencer if you've got two seats. Quick maths. Um, So that's a lot, isn't it, straight away? Um, and that's like times by five or however many people were on the trip. So we're already talking big cash money. They then arrive in Dubai and they're staying in the Ritz-Carlton um, five-star obsies. Um, and they were actually uh, not a regular room, obviously. <laughs> Why would they have a regular room at the hotel? They had these like luxury villas, which were kind of like a suite with their own private pool, but within the Ritz Carton Hotel. So you know they're expensive when the price and even the room is not available online. So you can't even look it up to see like the room is not available for you to book. Like you'd have to use like a concierge service or you'd have to like call the hotel and they'd have to like disclose that information to you. So if that doesn't tell you something, it tells me is that really expensive. Um, so here's my thoughts on this, right? Because a lot of people are discussing the the cost of the trip. Obviously, just with those two factors, like we're not factoring in any like excursions, any food, any drinks, like, you know, stuff like that. We're not factoring that in. Purely flights and accommodation, That that's sort of the level we're at here. Um, but here's my thought. I don't think TAR paid for that. Um, and here's why. So there's been a lot of sort of PR around Dubai at the moment. Like you've got, you know, Beyonce doing the that private concert for that hotel opening. You know, she hasn't performed in five years. It was like a £40 million deal allegedly or something you've got her doing that you've got every celebrity then like random collection of celebrities attending this private event you've got this tart trip which is like blown up on the internet happening in Dubai you've got the world cup which was just hosted in Saudi Arabia you've got um, another Saudi Arabian team buying Cristiano Ronaldo who's like the biggest footballer questionably in the world so there's a lot of stuff going on about Dubai, the Middle East, and sort of the PR of it all. Um, Being a PR, I kind of, I I see it as very obvious PR, but I don't know if the average person would. So countries, just, just to say, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to be like stating the obvious, but countries do PR. Like, 
we've all seen the come to Rwanda um, ad campaign that is all over like footballers t-shirts um we've all seen the random ads on tv that are like visit turkey or like come to greece and there has been instances in the past where influencers have been gifted like for example trips to santorini and then they'll have to tag sort of the tourist board in their posts to sort of drive the awareness and also tourism for that country so I think Dubai, in my opinion, is doing some next level like PR. Um, I would have thought that they would have collaborated with the country of Dubai for this. Um, In turn, I think they would have collabed with the hotel for this. Um, I think they've also collabed with Emirates for this, which is, and don't quote me on this, but I believe Emirates is owned by Middle Eastern royalty. Um, So that kind of... ties in with the whole like collaborating with general Dubai PR tourist board big collab going on there um so I don't think they actually paid for this and if not I don't think they paid full price for this they would have got a major discount in exchange for bringing these massive influencers to Dubai otherwise I think that Dubai is a strange choice for this trip considering that we've seen previously like the Maldives, Bali, um, Bora Bora you know these kinds of like island like tropical luxury places not that Dubai isn't luxury because it is but it seems like a strange first choice to me unless there was sort of a bigger part of the deal at play. So if you kind of put that thought in the box for a minute to one side shelve that this is also how these costumes are going to make sense so reportedly Alex Earl charges around $50,000 per sponsored posts right that's one sponsored post on TikTok she posted 15 times on this trip mentioning Tar in every video so even though they haven't got a specific sponsored post that is in sort of an ad style and it's like a one brand video, they have 15 mentions from Alex Earl that they never would have gotten if they hadn't taken her tripping with Tart. You see where I'm going with this? So I think they're going for organic quantity over sort of brand guidelines quality if that makes sense and I also think that this is it's kind of smart it's kind of not smart at the same time so the smart bit about it is that they're being mentioned 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 all the time so they're getting this massive reach um, and it feels very organic whereas if they did one sponsored post people are going to instantly write off anything Alex Earl says about those products because it's so obvious that she's being paid a shed load of cash to say these things so letting them post organically almost feels to the consumer maybe question mark that the stuff that they then choose to mention must be like genuinely good or they actually want to talk about it because they didn't have to if that makes sense also as soon as you see that little paid slip at the bottom of video I don't know about you but I just completely disregard it um I know a lot of people feel that way about ads um you also then had like 
people stitching the video, reacting the video, people talking about the trip, T channels, major news networks, you know, reporting on this trip. So you've actually got a real big chunk of coverage all while kind of your only expense being taking them there and hosting them. If they had paid $50,000 for 15 posts, you know, that would have been like five times the amount of cost of the whole trip and that's taking five influencers and their plus ones. You see where I'm going here? So even though it's an absolutely ginormous expense, which I, I don't think I could ever justify, um, they are getting a lot more than if they were to book each of these five influencers for one sponsored post, is my point. Um, so people are reckoning, <laughs> we love an accurate fact on this podcast, people are reckoning that the trip... Um, costed around two million overall right to me looking at a brand like Tarte I think a two million pound marketing budget not even for a full year even if it was a full year even if it was for maybe half the year one quarter I think that's a reasonable marketing budget for a brand of that size and stature I really do I've seen brands with bigger marketing budgets um, and they are maybe less known than Tarte. So that puts it in perspective. So if they're doing this one activity, say for this year, or even just this six months of the year, or even just Q1, which leads me to believe that it is just Q1. So that's the first quarter of the year because of the timing of when they've done it, you know, straight away in January. It's a bit of an odd time, isn't it? Um, a two million pound marketing budget and they've just put it all into this one trip that makes sense to me um and also it's going to get a lot more traction sending five influencers off on a, this brand trip as i said you know alex o has posted 15 times and that's just one person the trip's not even over yet i don't think maybe um <laughs> factual as always um that is way more traction and way more reach that they ever would have got from any traditional ad space. So if they'd spent two mil on a billboard, they're still going to get more from taking these girls to Dubai. So it's not seeming so strange, isn't it? Is it when you sort of break it down with a bit of like insider info and in play? Um, so going back to the very first point that I made about taking members of press, so editors essentially on these trips before the time of Instagram, before the time of influencers, it, it was really common to do these trips. And the whole point is to gain favour and build relationships with these journalists. Um, so they've been doing this with editors since forever. And it's only recently that the average consumer has had a glimpse behind the scenes when taking influencers on these trips not editors usually these trips will play out behind closed doors as I said um, you may think well what's the point in that it's all to be influential in that person's mind so for example if an editor is looking at a page of the best lip glosses whatever they're writing and you've got one lip gloss company who've recently taken you on a beautiful press trip you've got to know the PR you spent time with the founder it was one-to-one -one, you know you've got excess knowledge on that brand and you feel like you've been treated that brand is more likely to get into that page as opposed to a random lip gloss brand where they've just had a few press releases from the PR and that's it 
you see what I mean so all the brands are in competition they're just trying to one-up each other to gain that space so that space still exists now with influencers like why is it that they pick you know you've only you've only got so many makeup items for example in your get ready with me routine so each slot there's really high competition for each slot you know which brush are you going to pick which highlight you're going to pick which foundation are you going to pick so if you can outdo your competitors and get picked for that slot on that get ready with me that's going to gain you PR and it's exactly the same as an editor picking what's going to go on that page I hope that makes sense so you just want them to think about you over other brands you want to be front of mind and that will happen that will generally happen if they have some kind of connection to the brand or to you um so the results aren't well they were never traditionally about what you were getting on the trip because when you were taking editors on the trip before the time of instagram you're not getting anything out of that trip actually like the whole roi for the trip is just making a good relationship with the editor and that's it like there's no post and there's no nothing there was no like online magazines even so you then had to wait to see if what you were going to get after that trip was worth it so like a feature for example or like inclusion later down the line or you know inclusion over several bits of press whatever um so it's only since influencers have been in the game that these trips have any like immediate ROI or you can actually measure what is going on instantly um so yeah if you hadn't done the trip then you wouldn't have got anything but by doing the trip you're more likely to get stuff so when these girls go home like Tarte will have been one of the first beauty brands to take these girls on like their first big luxury trip they'll never forget that subconsciously so when they're reaching for products or considering products that will always be in the back of their minds um you know so even though they're not singing it from the high heavens that they love tart and you should go and buy tart and this is this big ad for tart that's not the case it's a subconscious connection that you know these girls would not have been reaching for tart if it wasn't for this trip like you cannot tell me tart would have ever featured in any of their videos because tart was kind of dying out in my opinion um so you know they've gone from zero to hero by taking them to dubai um so tart the girls are using tart in maybe like one step of their routine um whereas before they wouldn't have so this is also putting them in a position where they're in a a controlled environment and they can actually try all of tart's products like when else would these influencers actually sit down and give one brand enough attention to try their whole range it's not going to happen like you can barely get them to try one thing because they're so oversaturated with all of this stuff that they're getting sent from brands so what's in it for them to sit down and try the whole range whereas tart have got them in a controlled environment they're in dubai their rooms are stocked up like a makeup counter of all tart products so you've got them you've got them engaged and that's your opportunity to convert them into fans and that is your opportunity to maybe like replace their bronzer with a tart bronzer replace their eyeshadow palette with a tart palette you know so these are all of the things that you're kind of getting out of a trip like this that isn't immediate coverage or isn't what people deem as like a good result um so 
as I said before, they're also getting a ton of external coverage because people are talking about the trip, TikTok reactions, news, T-channels, other influencers. Like I saw a brilliant video from Tana Mojo basically listing that she does, you know, I, I use tart lip gloss, tart blush, tart foundation, tart eyeshadow, my TV's tart, my pants are tart. And even though it's funny and it's a parody and it's taking the mick because obviously she wants to be taken on these Dubai trips, that's an amazing piece of coverage for Tarte. Would they have ever gotten that if they hadn't made this big trip? No, they wouldn't have, is my point. So I think you kind of understand what my position on this. It's very clear. They wouldn't have got all of these things if they hadn't done this trip. Is this trip expensive? Yes. But if they've put their whole marketing budget into doing this trip, is it worth it? In my opinion, yes. Tentatively. <laughs> Obviously, I don't deal with brands that have a two million pound Q1 marketing budget. But if I did, would I do a luxury trip to Dubai? No, because it doesn't align with my morals. However, I would consider a brand trip 100% because if you can, you do. Um, So here's the things that I didn't like, right? The first one was Tarte being referred to as a dupe in one of the Get Ready With Me videos, Tarte is not a dupe brand, right? We're not talking revolution beauty. Tarte is quite expensive, actually. So for it to be referred to as a dupe, I thought was actually quite insulting. So that was a bit tactless, I think, from the influencer. I think if they had put it on and said anything, actually, other than it being a dupe, um, that probably would have been better. Um obviously using an excess of other products like I'm sure you could have fitted like two or three Tarte products into your routine considering that they're taking you on this amazing trip obviously you're not obliged but I would have done it out of the goodness of my heart maybe that's just me um so I think maybe that was done in quite a classless way but I do think that we're in this new age of the influencer where unless you are contractually obliged there's no well I'm not going to say there's no in the majority there's no like this working on goodwill kind of thing which I do think people should be paid for their work but at the same time you know there's a balance give and take the worst one for me which really took the mickey was when they were mentioning Tarte products, they were getting their names wrong or they were saying them incorrectly. Listen, this is my pet peeve, right? If you're in with a brand and they're even if they're not paying you for the content, they're taking you on this amazing trip, the least you can do, considering you were just on like a really long haul flight as well, like you had plenty of time whilst you were sitting in your $20,000 Emirates flight seat, um is learn the names and learn the pronunciations. Also, there would be a PR on hand, if not multiple PRs on hand on that trip to assist you with anything you needed. So you could have just asked. It's the laziness for me. Like that really, that would have really got under my skin if I was the PR on that trip. Like there's no excuse for that laziness. Like there really is not. Um, So yeah, those are the things I didn't like about it. Um, Didn't really like the fact that it was in Dubai, to be honest. Um, I mean, that's very, very much my personal opinion. But morally, I'm not sure about putting money into a country where I don't believe um, that they are doing the best things for marginalized communities. But that is another topic for another day. Um, would you catch me pitching Dubai for a brand trip? No, but 
if I am correct and the Taurus board is involved, I can see why they did it and why it made financial sense. Morally, no, financially, yes. So those are all my thoughts on the trip on the tar. Um, I hope that was interesting. I hope you learned something. I hope you got a glimpse behind the scenes um, and I will see you in the next one.